You are listening to Awakening Miracles with Alina McDaniel. Today we are reviewing Lesson 156, I Walk with God in Perfect Holiness. I'm going to skip ahead in this lesson and just kind of cover a few key points before we go deeper into today's topic. The light in you is what the universe longs to behold. All living things are still before you, for they recognize who walks with you. The light you carry is their own. Moving forward towards the end of this lesson. Who walks with me? This question should be asked a thousand times a day. Till certainty has ended doubting an established peace. Today, let doubting cease. God speaks for you in answering your questions with these words. I walk with God in perfect holiness. I light the world. I light my mind and all the minds which God created one with me. Not sure about how you felt about that, but that one gave me chills. And it gave me chills because I work a lot with affirmations. And I, you know, I'm often changing affirmations and using different affirmations based on what's currently going on in my life. But this one feels like the affirmation to end all affirmations. And the reason why, for me, it feels so aligned is, you know, on a day-to-day basis, it's really easy to get wrapped up in what you see on social media, what's going on with the government, what's going on with war, uh, you know, politics and all kinds of things. And it's also easy to get wrapped up in this notion that, you know, the government doesn't care about you. People don't care about you. Your community doesn't care about you. Um, you know, maybe cultures or, uh, you know, different races or tribes of people hate you or don't like you. And, you know, I think it's it's easy to get wrapped up in that and forget that every one of us is God's children. It's not easy to keep that in mind. Especially when we get riled up, especially when we get, you know, triggered. And yet, the light that is within us is God's light. And when we're in a state of judgment and we're in a state of criticism and we're in a state of, of, of trying to make somebody else wrong for what's going on in our life and not take ownership for our co-creative experience, we forget that the same God that created us created them. So it's important for us to really take a step back and really understand that in God, in our creator, we can be free of these judgments. When we remember that the same soul, the same energy, the same light that is in our enemy is the same light that's in me. It's big, hard, it's challenging, it's tough, it's It's not an easy concept to grasp. 
But if on a day-to-day basis, you said a thousand times, who walks with me? And you focused on the fact that you were all alone, that nobody cares. And you forget that the creator that thought you were so perfect and so amazing that you had to be born at this time. And you forget that that creator loved you so much that that creator felt you were needed at this time. Could you imagine how different that would feel even just for a moment? Even if you don't believe in in the concept of a God, think about it from a perspective of the universe. The universe being so vast and so infinite with so many different dimensions and galaxies and universes and planets and moons and stars and suns. That if all of that and every human is all the same energy and every animal and every plant is all from the same, that you were absolutely necessary at this time that you were created. Even if you don't believe in that, even if you believe in the creation story or the evolution story, sorry, the evolution story where survival of the fittest, still you are here. I think the odds of, of actually being born as you are are something like 7 trillion to 1 based on the number of sperm and eggs and, and, and the suns and moons and stars and ovulation and all that type of, you know, statistical data the odds of you actually existing are insane and i don't know that exact number i believe that's the number but you you could go fact check that one that one's cool but it's it's insane statistically speaking that you exist and to try and deny that glory to try and deny that gift to try and deny that there isn't something that feels you're so amazing is to deny your truth. So if you had an affirmation every single day and that affirmation was, and I heard this the, the other day when I was at the fair, there was this very, very drunk lady in the stall next to me. And I won't use the the curse words on this show um, just because I know that this is a, a family show um but fml she was saying the word specifically so you can look that up if you don't know what that means but fml and she kept repeating it over and over and over again in the stall next to me and i could hear her pain she was in such pain emotionally spiritually physically when i saw her when she came out and we do that when we have forgotten our truth I did that when I was battling depression and I was feeling suicidal. I did that when I was a compulsive overeater and trying to numb my pain with food. I did that when I developed autoimmune and chronic illness because the drug of self-sabotage got so addictive that I needed the next and the next and the next and the next layer where I manifested an illness. And so 
when we talk about self-worth, we talk about self-love, it's not, you know, just as basic as taking a hot shower and putting on a mask or having a massage and having your toes done. It's a matter of really understanding how are you standing in your light? How are you serving your community? How are you serving the greater good? How are you letting your gifts be your service? How are you shining? It's really easy when you've fallen into the trap of society and its belief that we're supposed to go through the 70-year plan of going to school and getting good grades and then going off to college and getting good grades and then getting a job with that degree and, you know, and then waiting until we turn of retirement age and then going on social security and then retiring. And we buy into this cultural belief that that is the ultimate dream. Having no clue, no clue that what we actually need is to go out and live our passion. To go out and be the best that we possibly can be in service. So many people were born with artistic talents, whether it's poetry, whether it's physical art in the form of painting or graphic design. I used to watch my cousin as a child in chalk draw the most elaborate comic characters. And he grew up to be a game designer. And I don't, you know, when, when we squash those things in children and we tell our kids that they should have a backup plan, Maybe you were told you needed a backup plan. We grow up believing that our light is not good enough for the world. Because we value ourselves with money. Material possessions. Flash, flare. Whatever gets the most attention, the most oohs and ahs from the people around us. Makes it look like we're happy, but are we? And so at the end of the day, it's up to us to really question what lets us shine the most? What life do I have to live so that I could shine and sparkle in all of my greatness and glory the way creator made me to be? And I know it can be scary. I know it can be really tough at times. Maybe you're worried about, you know, people criticizing you. You're worried about judgment. I remember when I, I got my spiritual calling. I was in school. I was in a meditation at University of Santa Monica studying spiritual psychology. This was like March of 2012. And I was sitting in class and I got this download that said, Alita, you are to be a spiritual teacher. And I remember thinking, God, you are absolutely out of your mind if you think that me, in all of my chaos and all of my suffering and all of my darkness, could ever be that. And I had to destroy myself. I had to go through 
a very, very dark night of the soul before I stopped fighting what God had in store for me. And I share that with you in hopes that you don't put yourself through that. But, you know, we all have our own journey and sometimes we need to learn the hard way. But it's important to really understand that the creator always has a greater vision of what's possible for us than we do. And that vision can be scary to know that God wants so much more for us and so much more love, so much more passion, so much more joy, so much more money than we think we're worthy of. And the more we shine our light, the more we live the path that God sent us here to live, the easier it is for us to receive all of that glory, all of that greatness, all of that wealth. But we have to be led. We have to listen. And so if you take one thing with you from today's conversation, it's this. Listen to the story that you tell to yourself about yourself and the story that you tell about yourself to others. And ask yourself, does this align with what God has in store for me? Does me complaining about what's broken and not being willing to fix it serve my community in a way that God sent me to do? Does me focusing on what hasn't yet been done and what's broken and what's missing let me shine my light? And does my focus on complaining and whining and groaning about why my life isn't perfect push me closer and move me closer to a greater life that God actually wants for me? Or do all of those things align me vibrationally with the reality of more of the same? More chaos, more mediocrity, more brokenness. Because the funny thing is, God will give us what we ask for. Whether that be conscious or unconscious, the story that we tell perpetually becomes our reality and it anchors in and it sows more seeds. And if we want that reality to change, we have to change the story. We have to change the hypnosis of the story that we tell consistently and change our affirmations. And if your affirmation is, I'm broke, I'm poor, I'm tired, I'm depressed, I'm angry, I'm bitter, I'm whatever, my anxiety, my depression, I get it. But if that is what you continue to tell yourself, that is the hypnosis that you continue to be under. And God always gives us more of what we are dominating thoughts in, what our dominant actions are. So change your affirmation. Ask on a daily basis, who walks with me? Because if you live your life in order to prove your worth to someone who you think walks with you, someone who's a ride or die, but really doesn't support you in succeeding, your loyalty is misplaced. 
So ask, who walks with me? Because at the end of the day, God is the one that's got your back. Unconditionally. Absolutely lovingly. And wants so much more for you and sees so much more for you than you're capable of seeing. So lean in. I walk with God in perfect holiness. I light the world. I light my mind and all the minds which God created one with me. Take that with you today and see how different you feel. And if this message touched you in some way where you feel that you've gotten a different perspective, it shined a different light in your life or in your world, please feel free to like, subscribe to this podcast. And if you know somebody who needs to hear this, please feel forward to feel free to forward it. Um, let them know that you're thinking of them. Let them know that you care and let them know that you see them, right? Because if we're going to shine our light into the world and into the minds with which God created one with me, even your enemies might need your light. Let them see it. Namaste.